Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You listening to another edition of Cassio's Cut? I'm your host, Cassio, of course, and I'm joined by a good friend of mine, very funny comedian in Nashville. Now, Brad Siva, what's up, my man? What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing. Hang well. on, I got. I forgot. I forgot to wear the uniform. We gotta get that uniform ready. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we ready. In we that gotta lot get. I gotta say, the hottest merch on the comic search circuit. Man, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm man, it's it's been crazy. It's like it's been one of the most humbling things with merch. It's like, yeah, to see people like really want it and get it, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. People, some people like airports, that's like I get it a lot in airports. You walk like walking around with a hoodie on. I used to have my <laughs> headphones on, you know what I'm saying? I'm like not trying to like really engage with people. People be like, I nice hoodie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do like but oh pretty, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yeah, it's crazy. And um yeah, that's why I, I don't know. I like to be cutting edge and, and still keep pushing like limits and still even increase that. Like like right now we're doing some uh, like cut off crew neck like crew neck sweatshirts like for the ladies and a okay. dude if you want it. Hey, dude, if you want to put your abs out like that, do it. Go ahead. You put I can that go stuff. crop top now. Yeah, you can go crop top sweatshirt, big neck, big neck too. <laughs> you know, so the extra neck. Get that cleavage on these man. Yeah, you can you get a runner to fall off your shoulder a little bit, like the yeah, like the eighty. <laughs> I just go, what if I did this? What you think about that? Yeah, yeah, it's I, a, little, a little shoulder. For those of those who are listening and not watching, um, Sativa's merch is the Tennessee uh, outline, state of Tennessee outline. It's got Sativa, your name in it, and then they they got a variation depending on the logo of the stars uh, for the state. Um, so I mean, it just sells itself. I mean, first time yeah. I ever saw you, I was like, I don't even know what this comedy is, but I, I did a hat. Yeah, man. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people, man. It's like, man, by actual by by weed, man. That's how I met my weed, man. Yeah, I was I was out in the bar, and he was like, man, who, where did you get that hat at, man? I was like, well, I was like, actually mine. You know what I'm saying? I was like I do comedy and then like that mine. So before. He even like even heard any of my comedy, seen in my comedy. He was like that night. He was like, "Hey, well, hey, can can you meet up tomorrow? Like, I want to buy like ten of them." I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I pulled up on him. I had a duffel bag, and he bought ten of them as soon as I met him. Yeah, yeah, all different like colors and styles. Some of them he gave out, and some of them he like, yeah, it's just like so. And like his roommate is like so. His roommate, the first time I met his roommate, uh, he was in fucking Thailand. And like he, uh, he like took a picture and put it on the internet. He was like, "Oh yeah, sativa, sativa head in Thailand at the Golden Triangle," and it was like, "Yeah." So yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> but now, yeah, they got the most hats. They probably got about 
20 hats at that house, hoodies, sweatshirts. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. This is like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Flat Stanley uh, at Christmas. Have you ever seen one of those? Uh-uh. Well, the, not at Christmas. The Flat Stanley, they do it for uh, they do it for kids. And it's like okay. a, a cut. They color this you know, guy named Stanley, and they cut him out. Yeah. And they're supposed to, like, mail it to, like, their friends and family and, like, get a – oh, look, Stanley's in Alabama or Stanley's – Yeah, in okay, Dude, you, okay. You got to yeah. be the new – you got to be for adults. You got, like, sativa hats. You need, like, to everywhere – everybody wear it some different places. Yeah, man. I want to do some crazy stuff, like, um, like especially when the world open back up. I'm going to do, like, a, a weekend of shows with them. I'm going to do where I'm going to do – uh, like a flea market almost or like a, where people are going to be able to come in and like other vendors too but but people be able to come in and wear merch and buy merch and if you got a sativa hat and or if you buy one that day you can get a photographer to take pictures you know what I'm saying with you and okay. like good, good quality pictures and I, like of course I'm going to use those in promos too and yeah but uh, but yeah just kind of where people have some good quality stuff man and that's what I kind of pride myself on, knowing that like people, my stuff stand the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like it ain't no cheap stuff. It's like so. yeah. I mean, one of my first shirts it was about a joke I did, and then I realized, oh, I gotta keep doing this joke. I want to keep selling yeah, the shirt. Sure. For sure. Yours is just timeless. Just change of color, new design. Yeah, same for sure. Deal. Keep it easy. Yeah, I said this though. I said I was gonna. Uh, my goal for 2021. Is that I want to make uh, I, I do want to do a shirt that's my a joke of mine. So I want to really just, okay. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna do actual comedian real merch. <laughs> like I want to do. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. You, <laughs> you got it, it, it ain't worth it. It ain't. No, just be a fashion mogul and be deal with it. <laughs> All right, let's talk comedy, man. Uh, where I know you're in Nashville now. Where are you from? Where how you ended up in Nashville? Yeah, so uh, I'm originally from West Tennessee, a uh, little bitty country town, about 20 minutes outside of Jackson, about an hour and 30 outside of Memphis, uh, two hours away from Nashville. So it's just a little bitty West Tennessee town in the backwoods, uh, super red, super conservative, <laughs> but uh, country as hell. We got we got high school football. That's why people, back say I'm an 80s baby, so you know what I'm saying, that's when Stuff was better on like people just hear their racism back then. If you was good at football, like it was like oh, if we win it as a football team, let's keep it like all right, let's keep it going. Like it's all right good. There. Yeah, it's all good. Like y'all gonna hate each other in twenty years, <laughs> but right now y'all gonna be good friends. It's like it's like who would have knew that? Those like in twenty years you gonna hate most of everybody on your football team <laughs> because of Facebook. <laughs> we get a W though. Ain't no hate speech yeah. for another week. Yeah. For another week. <laughs> That's why I suck because we won we won two state titles like while I was in <laughs> yeah so they was like yeah we gotta do a twenty year anniversary it was like man we've been arguing on Facebook for like <laughs> three years it was like <laughs> that's an anniversary too goddamn it so yeah. <laughs> so are you uh, are you uh, are you like class clown in school or are you you said football so you, are you jock what are you so this is what happened this is literally what happened so I went to um, from fourth grade to eighth grade, I went to pretty much an all-white middle school. Okay. Like I was the only black guy in like my grade. It was only one black girl. So from fourth grade to eighth grade, it was only two black people in my grade. Wow. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's maybe out of like 60 students, 60, yeah. you know, what I'm like yeah. 
And so it was like the gray right behind us was the same thing. One black girl, one black girl. So it was like not a lot of black people. So I like so I went to school there. There I was the only black dude. So I always had to keep my like I always had my chest poked out, you know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Where it's like I ain't saying I was bullying nobody because I wasn't, but I also wouldn't take no shit though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You couldn't copy it and just get away with it. You know what I'm you saying? You had so, to project strength. Yeah, for sure. And intelligence. I, I learned that early too. It's like you gotta beat them in a the classroom, you gotta beat them like on everywhere else. Like and I, and when I say them, they just whoever is that uh is like I was put in that position. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, so I went to that middle school and then I'm like, Mom, I ain't going to that high school. I can't fuck that. I was like, I like so. I switched and went back to the original elementary system that I was in. So I ended high school. I mean, so I went to high school at a, it was called Milan, Tennessee, country ass town. But I was we played football, but our football team was real good. And so our freshman year, we went undefeated as like as a freshman team. Oh, and okay. so we used to whoop everybody ass though, like beat them by like 20 some points. We used to like really like route people. But the whole thing is that we couldn't talk, you know, like back to some old old school coaches, they just say, say shit like, man, y'all, all this goddamn pussyfooting, all, 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 all this goddamn lollygagging, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, that old coach talk, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you couldn't do shit before the games, but if we won our games, it was, you could do whatever the fuck you want chaos. on the way back. You know what I'm saying? Chaos on the way back. So we went undefeated. So we literally so on the yeah. way back. So we went out so we could talk shit every day. But so we had a guy that his name is Octavius Cunningham. I'm going to say it because I know if he heard it, if he see it, he going to like me saying it. But he, this motherfucker could roast. He could roast his ass off. And I was, <laughs> and I was the newest dude back on the football team. Like the newest dude back in that, like on that football team, everybody else. So he would just roast all the time, but he would tear my ass up. I'm talking about tear my ass up on the way. Even so good where you got laughing like, that's good. Yeah, you just gotta take it. But everywhere we yeah. played was like forty-five minutes away, and you know what I'm saying. Oh. You on the, yeah, so you just like taking the forty-five minutes of just You're taking like, a full set, <laughs> man, full set. And then so, but so this whole thing is that that was our freshman team. He took that same energy to the varsity, and you know what I'm saying. So where it's like oh, it never so, stop, never stop. So we start. So by, like about my sophomore year. They tear my ass up, or they in between where you like a like you know you a freshman, and, and, but you like a sophomore in like football term. Yeah. And that time, like I got beat up that whole spring practice, and then my cousin, like uh, my play cousin, is like because I like our grandma was like best friends, and uh, and so he was like, man, why are you letting these dudes get you? He was like, these people are ugly. They got blah blah blah. He just said all the shit that I should. He's like, man, you could just look at them, evaluate them, tear them so up. So you never shot back. I would shoot back, but my shit wasn't just, it wasn't hitting, it wasn't sticking on the wall. I, oh, I you was doing good yet. Cause I went to school with all white kids for four years. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was cheating. I watched, I was, I watched Def Comedy Jam and Comic View. I was tearing them white kids ass up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a difference. I went to school with double white kids. It's like, y'all don't watch Def Comedy Jam and Comic View. I'm tearing their ass up. You know what I'm saying? Quick with the jokes. But when you come around other black people, it's like, oh shit, I got to step it up. And all the material. Yeah, so man, I started, man. So what happened? And I started thinking about it in that way. And then I don't know, I started getting real good. And then by the and then by the by the probably about my by the beginning of my sophomore year, I started tearing motherfuckers up too. So is that like even him? I took down my arch nemesis, me and Tate was like, oh, I'm gonna roast his ass. We started, yeah, I, I started getting real good. My arch nemesis. 
Yeah, back. You had to take down Tavis the delivery. If you didn't take down Octavius, you was not a roast. He had the strap, dude. You had to win the strap. He had the belt. I wanted it. I was like, uh-uh, we got to get it. I got him on his birthday. That's how I got him. <laughs> you know, we had that old school shit that they be on the, like the announcements at the end of like the first period, like all the birthdays, like just the song, happy birthday to this person, this person. Then they called his ass out. Then I started tearing his ass up for his birthday. He had a big ass head. I used to tell him to, I told him, I remember the joke too. I told yeah. him that his head used to fall in the cake when he tried to blow out the candles. <laughs> it was like that. And you got to take this the late 90s, guys. This is the late 90s before the internet. So this is like 97, 98. So y'all got to <laughs> yeah, understand the context of this joke. Uh, and what you're... it came from. But yeah, no, uh, but that's what taught us everything, though. Like football, because we had all kinds of different personalities. And people, like, we had the people that, <laughs> if you roast me, I'm gonna fight you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We had that part, that guy. We had the one guy, my one, he's one of my good friends that like, especially in high school, is a dude named Patrick. He was from the he he came from Nebraska, but he used to have this fucked up agony. So people used to tear his ass up. He couldn't roast, but he could draw like a motherfucker. So he would just draw pictures of your ass. It's, it was so perfect. Yeah, it was like I'll tell you, our high school was so vicious. Like you go, you was gonna get it. Even if you can't roast, he could draw pictures and he would just draw. He drew me at He's McDonald's. He's drawing roast pictures. Yeah, bro, he drew me at McDonald's. Bro, he drew me at McDonald's, bro. I was like going ham. I had sandwiches everywhere, bro. He had These me masterpieces, dude. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we used to roast like that, where it's like, oh, you gonna get it. And you know what I'm saying? So it was <laughs> One always, form or another. Yeah, it's so, we was always, everybody was always, like everybody was always tearing everybody ass up. What you got? You got like bro. a woodworking class, people's chills on your face. I feel like yeah. everybody's roasting <laughs> You know, you some class, especially back, bro. It's like you just <laughs> you had to be ready. It's just cause it don't matter. It don't matter if you was popular. It don't matter if you was cute, ugly. <laughs> if if you cute, we gonna find some your insecurity, and we gonna fuck with it, what what hurt you the most. It's like we was, it was terrible. We was terrible. It was like yeah, you fine, but you insecure about this, so we gonna pick at that motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta find the button. Yeah, it's like we gonna make you real mad then. You know have you, have you talked to Octavius at school? Oh yeah, I talked to him. Uh, well, I said maybe about a, two years ago, and so and like, like I probably was sitting before that if it ain't been COVID, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I was like, I told, I like, yeah, man, I remember I used to roast show, like, we used to roast all the time. You the reason, why, <laughs> you the reason why I set my shit up. I told him, he was like, tell, tell him, I told him. He's like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I ain't, you know, what I'm saying? you know, I was probably seen Tavis five times in, in the last twenty years, you know what I'm saying? That's but great. like, yeah, he was like, I told you, I told you, man, tell him again, tell him again, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Them fools crazy. Them fools got hot. Like, that's what I'm saying about people. His son just graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. You know Damn, what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, it made me feel old as fuck. So you, <laughs> so you get out of high school. Look, I know they're going to ask, what are you drinking? Pickle juice? Okay. No, I'm not. This, it's, it's bright light because I got these I got these lights on this. Uh, these lights. <laughs> oh, like, it looks like pickle yeah, juice. Yeah. No, it's not pickle juice. This is just, this is just a regular Miller light. Just a regular just Miller light. Yeah, and then would you drink it out of a pickle jar? Yeah, I am drinking out of jars though. It's because okay, so I'm lazy. So I only <laughs> have I got everyday cups that I rinse out and that I use. So this is my beer drinking glass, which is the old jar. And this is my uh this is my whiskey drinking glass, which is an old jar. Cause I'm from the country. My grandma, look, if you ain't <laughs> look, if you ain't never drank out of mayonnaise, a miracle whip jar before, fuck y'all. They're like 
Fuck y'all if you ain't never had that. If you, if you ain't never had that before, if you ain't never had that one that was in the oatmeal, that had them cups, them scooping cups in the oatmeal back in the day, and they used to yeah. turn to the glasses. Yeah, they used to have a That was your glasses? Man, yeah, we ate cereal out of the uh, country crock, butter tub. Yeah. That's Whatever all the that butter shit. tub was, I got cleaned all out. That shit. Miracle Whip, all that shit, boy. <laughs> yeah. My grandma went going. My grandma kept everything. Yeah, cool see, my grandma, was a good cereal bowl. My grandma, wow. I can, so, so I get an idea. Like, my grandmama, she was 91 when she passed away. And she, and she passed away eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the youngest out of all her, like Man. a grand. You know what I'm saying? So my grandma was born like in the in like like in the teens. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So been around. And so um, so yeah, she wasn't throwing no shit away. We kept everything. <laughs> Hell yeah, my grandma used that's to instilled in you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My grandma used to my grandma's petty too, because she used to it was a point before she used to watch the like the soap operas, you know what I'm saying? Call her stories and shit. Yeah. She used to like freeze. She used to freeze them like milk jugs with water in it for me and my cousins. Freeze them the night before. Sit them outside because it's, it's Tennessee summer. It's hot as fuck. Sit them out there frozen because we went we have to come in and out. She's like, now nah, y'all stay your ass outside. Don't come in here. You can't come in. Unless you got a shit, you can't come in here. You piss y'all boys. Y'all piss she, outside. It's like she yeah. knew you were gonna be thirsty and said, "Don't be coming in and out of the house." Yep, I'm put out here. It's gonna be ice when I put this gallon out of here. By by noon, that motherfucker gonna be it's gonna be some ice water for y'all ass. <laughs> and then by two, it's flaming hot. Oh yeah, that's what we could come in <laughs> after three, after three o'clock, after that last, oh, after, after General three. Hospital, after General Hospital go off, you come back in. Yeah. All right, that's a good deal. All right, so you, you get through high school. Uh, when do you start thinking about doing comedy? Somebody gets you into it, or do you go, man, I won't try? Oh man, I this crazy. So. I'm gonna do this quick version as I can. Uh, so in college, I like I like I joined the frat. Uh, I'm Phi Beta Sigma, the infamous out of the mute chapter at MTSU. Um, historically black frat too. So it's like so I joined the frat, and so we started doing a thing where we had a uh, we called we just do it for charity. It was called Up to Dawn Step Show, which Up to Dawn was for uh, for St. Jude's. Okay. So we used to do a step show for St. Jude's. But we would teach the white Greeks how to step. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? So, so Are we they would good? go. Are they doing it as a joke? No, it's not a joke because you got to stand. Okay. Like, so you're teaching moments. them to be real good. It's like this, though. Okay, so we it was mostly white sororities. It was mostly women. And okay. you know, and you put women that's from 18 to 21 and it's like everybody think they the best sorority. You didn't want to get beat by no other sorority. Yeah. So everybody took it, it serious. They're taking it serious. They took it more serious than we took it. Cause they, they, okay. like they'll be like, cause they'd be like, no, no, blah, blah, blah. like some of the girls, they'd be like, they would say shit that as a man you couldn't say. Then as a black dude, I would feel awkward even saying it to a white girl at that time. They'd be like, oh, double, hey girl, you sloppy. You need to get this up. Like they'll say, she'd be like, God <laughs> damn. You'd be like. Wow. Keep working, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep working. You get, you know. What I'm I just try <laughs> to make an improvement, support. guys. Yeah, let's just let's just help them out. And so, but yeah, me and my homeboy did that. So I used to host that step show, and that step show went from being a like, uh, it went from being a good show to where we end up selling it out. We were selling a thousand tickets, right. and then, you know, 
And yeah, it was crazy. So we would sell it out. It was like these people take a series. We have big production. We we had a point where we had uh, cameras in there, made DVDs and sold the DVDs. At, like it was crazy. So we made it a whole big thing. Yeah. And because uh, I was a marketing major in, in college, so I tried to incorporate a lot of different stuff. But I would host that show, and that's the first time I really was on stage and like kind of made people laugh. But I had no intentions of being a comic. I was music. You know what I'm saying? I love doing music, writing music, like executive producing, making music. That was my thing. Um, and so I did that after college. Uh, like I, I became pretty popular in college for for because from doing the step shows and being in my friends. So I like I won Homecoming King and shit and won all this different stuff. So just known for being what? popular. Yeah, for sure. In college, dude, it was stupid. I was like, we, we grown as fuck. Um, and, <laughs> and my homegirl who won Queen, she, I still know her to this day. She she was so fine. She married a, she married a dentist. She, like, yeah, and they both getting it now. Like, yeah, so it's like, she was like, and I'm so like, are you still she married a dentist? Yeah, I was talking about, like, not just a dentist, though. He's like a like a cosmetic dentist. Like, he ain't he ain't doing no cavities. Oh, he, he, he ain't doing no cleaning. No, no, no. He making your He's shit. He's getting the money. Straight. Yeah, he making your shit from scratch. He was like, yeah, all your Insurance shit Insurance ain't up. paying for his shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cosmetic. This shit in the gulch. That shit beside brunch places. You know, if your dentist did, if spot, <laughs> if it's two brunch places on the side of it, yeah. you know what it is, yeah. Yeah, so she made that kind of dentist, yeah. Like, so yeah, he ain't digging in her mouth or nothing like that. No, he motherfucking making you some new shit. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so end up getting out of there. I started working corporate America. Uh, <clears throat> I actually ended up getting some jobs where I made some good money. And so I was like making a good, like a lot of money early and like kind of was good in sales and shit. So I was like, I was like telling my people I'm working with, I like, yeah, let's put this money up. Let's go out. Let's mingle. Let's meet everybody. Let's, let's, let's go here and chop it up. Let's like fucking, let's be socialites. Cause that's what everybody want to do in the city, especially in music. Cause that's all you want to see. Oh, people see your face. And the guy I was working with, and you know what I'm saying? One of the artists, he was like very talented. But what city is this? This in Nashville. Yeah, oh, so you're in Nashville, all right. Oh, yeah, after college, I moved to Nashville. All right. I got the fuck out. I can't stay in Murfreesboro. After, like, Murfreesboro is cool until you, after, after like 23, you like, uh-uh, I gotta get the fuck out. Unless you want to raise kids there. If you want to raise some kids and like, <laughs> like yeah, them play some sports and shit like that, yeah, that's fine. Right. But if, if you, yeah, like, like I wouldn't move to Murfreesboro if I was going to end it. I still wouldn't move to Murfreesboro. Fuck no. Police are the worst. <laughs> All these other words down there. They have nothing to do. Um, but yeah, so I was down there. Uh, so I got my pajamas. I'm making the money. I'm trying to be socialized. But this back when rap was this is back when rap was still doing mixtapes and shit. This is that era. Right. And so he was like, "Man, studio, 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 studio. I want to go to studio, studio." I like, bro. Like, it's cool doing studio shit, but we got to be out here. Like we can have a million songs being actually in music, it only take one song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I'm like, bro, we gotta be out here meet motherfuckers, we gotta be here meet producers. Like so he was like, you know what I'm saying? He wanted studio dedicated to the studio, which it was a lot of people thinking like that back in the day. So I'm not knocking them because I was talking more of some like, hey, this shit, the internet shit gonna take off, the social shit gonna take off. I'm like kind of forecasting of what I mm -hmm. thought. But, and, um, but so I'm telling all that stuff. And then, so I'm still doing music and we end up like kind of like separating from the music stuff. We still cool, but separating from the music. And um, I was selling weed. I quit that job uh, at corporate America. I started selling weed <laughs> for like fucking like two and a half years. Yeah, I told you I live eight lives, bro. That's a big jump. No, you, we gotta get that jump. You can't just skip ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> I went from corporate America to selling weed and, okay. and then move on. Okay, so this is how that happened. Okay, so the way that happened is that I had my first job where they paid me more just because I had a degree in business. So okay. it was like, it was legit, like, like why are they paying me this much kind of thing? It was like, it was got, oh, and it was a union job. So every six months you get a dollar and like a half raise. Killing it. And killing it. So it's like, I can say it cause it don't matter cause I'm not making this money now. So it don't matter. But like, <laughs> imagine like making $25 an hour for 40 hours a week. But then you also you do sales and you can, like I would, I did well at sales. And so I used to make a shit ton of money. All right. And so, and then they always want you to work overtime, and like, so it was just they didn't give. It was the devil. It was the devil company. It was the devil company. They had a shit ton of money. They was the devils. I, I'll say this: if you want to figure out what company it is, yeah. I ain't gonna say the name, but it's the same company that the Nashville bomber took out their technology. So, <laughs> on so in December okay. twenty twenty. The, the the Nashville bomber took out the whole infrastructure for like two days. So if you want to do your research, that's you the, that's don't, I was about to say if you don't remember that from a couple months ago, three four months ago. Yeah, it's and, easy it's Google. Also, and it's also the most popular building in downtown Nashville. <laughs> yeah. so I would say that too. It's the most popular building downtown Nashville. If you can't, there's, there's some good clues. There's two good yeah. clues. You're not gonna put uh, them out there though. I ain't gonna put them out there though, right. but you know what I'm saying? I hate uh I hate Spank, uh Slayberry and uh <laughs> and Wendy, uh and Wendy I can't Wendy, I can't no, remember. Don't do it. No, them them are not their real names. I, I changed the letter. <laughs> so don't do it. I did not do it. I did not do it. I changed, but I was gonna Slank, say if you worked for a dude named Spank Wilberry and you were making money, that was bad. It's it's so close though, but it's uh, yeah, I felt it's a better thing. He's a he's a lot to you, <laughs> but yeah. So I hated this job though. All right. And so, uh, but they paid me because like I had a business degree, and so they they did a thing where they started like messing with the pay structure, and you know what I'm saying. I didn't give a fuck because like I was making money, but I did care because other people had kids, and I like I start asking questions in the meeting, and then once I start asking questions, it's like they didn't have any good answers for them, mm-hmm. and then. Also, other people start asking questions. So it's pretty much like I incited people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they kind of like, they had a meet with me after that. It was like, well, it's like, well, you know, Brad, you like naturally one of the floor leaders. Like people like gravitate towards you up here. People ask you for a lot of advice and like you help out a lot of people. So when you say stuff that's against the new policy, that makes other people want to doubt it. And so oh. it's like, yeah, yeah. And so they had, we had that whole. They ain't telling you to be quiet, but they were telling you to be quiet. Yeah, they were telling me. They was like, if not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. Like, we're gonna, I'm just gonna go out with a bang. So I went out with a bang. <laughs> and then you yeah, mean? I, I, sure man, you? I went out. I went out Chappelle style, bro. Like the half baked, bro. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, man, bitch. I hope you hit a car. I hope you hit a. I hope you hit a tree on the way home. I was saying fucked up shit, man, bro. Slank, Slank Slayberry got it worse, man. I, I, Slank. Slank, yeah. Hey, yeah, this whiskey kicking in now. Yeah, I got to take out that top. But yeah, Slank Slayberry, man, he got it. I said so much stuff about right. him, too. So here's here's the deal. I, you know, I don't know nothing about the game. So I got to know, are you, when you did your big exit, did you already have 
the career switch in mine? I'm going no. to I'm going to deal Wade. Or did it's you just fell into it that? It's okay. So is is that I I was I've been smoking weed since like shit ninety eight. You know right. what I'm saying? And so it's like I always been around weed, and so I was like, man, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, I got I I got a severance check. I got I got money. I had some money. I was like, hey, I ain't trying to work for a second because that shit stressed me out. Because right. the office shit too. Because you know what I'm saying? You always gotta like, hey guys, da 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 da. And so you just I was need like, to regroup. Yeah, I needed to regroup. So I just I, I got all that money I had from them and I just bought weed with it and I started selling weed. <laughs> uh but the whole thing about it is that I got fucked up maybe not that long after that though. So after I get fucked up, I get I get I get hit by I get I get hit by the cops, bro. I get charged with four felonies, bro. Four felonies. Oh yeah. I luckily I had money. And so I paid, look now, I only had a little bit, like, I had enough weed, <laughs> but I had enough of them to charge me with felonies because of other things. I paid the biggest dope lawyer in Nashville, the biggest doctor, he's known for getting people out. This like, is what he's the, known for. Oh, for dope shit. I paid him to get me off a few ounces of weed, goddamn it. Like, <laughs> that was just bagged up different and because it was school zone and all kind of shit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they threw everything. They threw me. They threw all the books at me. That's why he. That's why he was able to get me out of all that shit. Because like number one, it was June. It was in the summer, motherfucker. So like, it wasn't no kids there. Okay. Boom, so he did his lawyer thing. Yeah. Then he was like, "How much?" He was like, "Yeah, y'all said the weed was that much. How much is it without the bag?" <laughs> like he was saying shit like that. He's serious. I, like, oh. I said, "He a bad motherfucker." What's that? Sorry. I like that's why you. Pay. Yeah. Why this you is, yeah. Like, this is why I'm. Yeah. Why you pay? And they're like, he, yeah, he got all that shit. He got it where he got got his funds and everything. Um, but nice. did, but but it took two years though. So the whole two years, while it's doing this, I'm still selling weed because like I got this fucking charge pending with felonies on it. It's like I can't <laughs> even job. And so I'm still selling weed the whole goddamn time. And so I'm selling weed. And so then after I'm like selling weed this whole time, they finally give me my probation shit. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm out the game then. And so the whole thing, I was like, man, I do not want to go back to corporate America, but I want to get cash again. I want cash. I like to work with cash. I like to hustle. And so I started doing, I started serving. Started like my friend, like, hey, you should, you should serve tables. You right. can get cash. And so I went to this, like, uh, we got a bougie part in Nashville, Green Hills. They had a California pizza kitchen there. And, the, and so I was like, man, I ain't never served before. I was like, fuck it, I'll do this fucking CPK. This is like a decade ago, too, now, at this point. But, uh, so I'm like, fuck it, i do it. And the reason why I did it, because I read the app application, and it was like, it's a California, like, literally, California pizza kitchen, but it was like, other than weed, have you ever been convicted of any other? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, no, fuck, no, yeah. And that's what, the, that's why I knew it was the job to do. It's like, they literally said that, other than weed. I was like, the, app, the application for that? I was like, oh, fuck your PPK. I don't even have to lie on this one. We're good. Yeah. I said, yeah, we might, yeah. I, like, I might try to make management in this bitch. That, they don't give a fuck like that. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, they were saying all that shit. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to apply there. So I started applying there. And that was my first time ever serving tables. But I ended up doing real, it was like in the bougie part where all the rich old white people and the rich young white people too, but just a lot of money though. If you're familiar with the areas, kind of it would be what the Madison 
I guess, of like uh, people like in the Huntsville area, it'd be that that Madison kind of comparison, like almost. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was just uh, real, like real bougie up there. But I was end up like talk a lot of shit though, and so I was like real quick wits, and you know what I'm saying, make people laugh and cut up. Yeah. So I used to make a lot of fucking money. These people just used to just leave me fucking money. It's so all the other servers that was like, God, how the fuck you making all this money off these people? Yeah, I was like, I don't know, I'm just talking shit and just entertaining, cutting up with them. And then from there, I'm like, oh, you can actually make money serving tables. Cause I was like, you know, like, you doing double shifts, but I was like making a lot of money, yeah. kind of. And I was like, okay, fuck. I'm like, I need to go to a better bar. And so I went to this bar called Cabanas here in Nashville, and it was more bar shit. It was more like adults, no kids really, uh, past a certain time. It was like adult shit. And then there, I really start making a shit ton of money. It's like I start really making like and like we worked with Bachelor. It, we was one of the first places that embrace bachelorettes. And so oh. we would get bachelorettes 12 at a time, like tables. As Crazy. a man and a server, it's like, I'm making a shit ton of money off of them. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, you, they had to spend $250. So every time they had, and then you got a gratuity anyway. So you was guaranteed $50 every time two people set, I mean, every time two tables sat down. So pretty much you guaranteed 200. Right. For having that section or whatever. And then so at the rest of you just hustle the rest of it. And so start making a shit ton of money, but I was like, start like I said, I was making a lot of money, entertaining these bachelorettes, talking shit to them, busting their balls, and then all my coworkers was like, man, you funny, you funny, you so funny, you silly, blah blah blah. You should try comedy. I'm like, nah, y'all crazy, y'all crazy as fuck. So I kept pushing. What years like, is? This is like, uh, maybe 2012, 2013, right. okay, around that time. Yeah, 2012, 13. I'm like, nah, y'all crazy, man. I'm like, them people, man, working hard. I like they, like y'all know me. Like I'm, I'm getting them all the reason. Like I, I respect the comedy more. Then to be like, oh yeah, I can do that shit. Cause and I was right. caught up in music. I like music was my shit. So I was like, nah, man, that's like I'm serious in music, man. Them people do their job. That shit hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm giving it, I, I went in giving it credence. And then so it's like, so then I end up leaving that job and then I started a new one. And after I started this new job, uh, I started thinking about like kind of like people kept saying the same thing when I worked this new job. And it was like, man, you are funny as fuck. You should try comedy. And then it was this gay dude that I worked with. And the only reason I put it out there is because he was a white gay dude. And we, we was a year apart, but he was a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. So my, my birthday is September 6th. His birthday was like September the 9th. And we was a year <laughs> apart. And we pretty much was the same person. But I was a straight black dude. And he was a white gay dude. Like, we'll say whatever the fuck come off our mind. We just, like, say the crazy <laughs> shit. Every, every time we worked, everybody, like, everybody knew it was going to be a good night because they knew that we was going to be throwing jokes, fucking with people. Because, like I said, once again, I was back in Green Hills where it was, like, all these rich people. So I used to just roast these rich people all the time. I'm like, look at this bitch with this goddamn chain. Look at her. Mm-hmm. Like, like this bitch, I used to, like, I used to, I used to like, yeah, just roast shit out of these people. And these people going, like, check them out, like, laugh and shit. But uh, so he was like, man, I've been thinking about doing comedy. You should go, Brad. I'm like, man, I've been thinking about it. I've been kind of thinking about it too. And so, and like, so I was like, yeah, let's go. We'll go in a, in a couple of weeks. We'll go to an open mic. This was like in January at this time, but like close to it. And I remember telling this girl, I'm like, man, I'm thinking about doing comedy. She was like, oh, you got your fucking mind. You do, you do a music. Like she, like, like she was getting ready to move to New Orleans. So she was like, you, like, Brad, you, you kind of funny. You ain't funny like that. Like she shitted on me. And I just, before I even started, I just thought I was kind of thinking about it. She shitted on me. And then so me and him, like, so me and him talked about going, like, in two weeks. And then I was like, yeah, bro, I'm going to go. So I picked the East Room, 
because it was the closest one to me. And so I I went to the East Room in Nashville in the two weeks, and I went, and then he never showed up. He never showed up. The the gay friend? Yeah, he never showed up for comedy. Like, yeah, he he checked out. He he took the work shit. He worked instead of gummy. And so I, I I went and did it, and we still we still Instagram friends to this day. And he watched shit like you know you can see when people see your shit on stories, yeah. like so I just wonder for real like on some real shit. I wonder like how he felt like damn man this motherfucker altered his whole life. He's never said his- anything. He's never been like damn man I should have came. No, it's just but I, he was in a different spot in his life because you know what I'm saying I just, like he was in a dark spot I, which he had to persevere past that. So yeah. but. But yeah, it was crazy. I just wanted to kind of one day. I think I, I, I want to have that conversation with him. But uh, but yeah, I started going. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go." So I went, and I ended up knowing this one dude that was at the mic, and so he knew the host, and so he got me uh, like the host Brad L was at the time. He was like, "Hey, you can sign up anywhere you want to. It's your first time going." And it was like 24 spots. I signed up like seven, and out of like 24 people, I was like, I was like right there in the middle somewhere. You know, so I wasn't the worst, it wasn't the best. I was like. Well, shit, I won the worst. Well, let's let's yeah. start with that. And so I started like kind of coming back, and then after probably about after about that third week, I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna do this shit. And then I just started started doing it for like the, like two months straight. I started coming out and doing more stuff. And then once I started doing that, I had a trip planned that me and my cousins planned. Uh, so I started in February 2015, and so. Like Thanksgiving 2014, me and my cousin, some friends, were like, we're going to Denver, 420, we're going to go hard, we're going to have fun, we're going to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before, like, even this is before I even stopped doing comedy, for real, for real. And so we, I had that trip booked. And so I had some money saved up, and I went out there, and I had this good trip. I, like, smoked good. I, I had an epiphany of how I want my comedy vision to come back and the okay. kind of people I want to talk to. And uh, But the whole thing, though, I came back with all this, like, high spirits and then my roommate at the time one of my roommates he was like brad what did you do i was like oh yeah i was out i was like man i was i went out to denver he's like man why you go to denver you spent that money you didn't have to do that you could have did this you could have did that blah 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 he's like busting my balls and he was like yeah so like what so what's your plan you so smart what you gonna do like, blah, blah, blah. i'm like man bro i'm doing comedy you know what i'm saying it's like i'm focused now i'm doing comedy so he pretty much like do you know how many people say that they can do comedy blah 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 and man, bro, it pissed me off so bad. I didn't even go off though. I just like just let it go, like like fucking incredible Hulk. I just like it absorbed all that shit. Followed it and made it energy. Yeah. So like, I was like two months in at the, like I say, I was two months in at that point. But for the next two months, I went from like playing where I would go up there and not really have no set list and just like riff off whatever was going on. And then I just started writing shit. I just started writing shit down. I started really writing shit in my phone. I would write shit in my phone. I started recording shit. And I started like doing a little shit like like hearing my sets and and then I snapped for like two months. I just went on a rampage and all the fucking mics and everything. And then so okay. then by I was four months in and I was like after being four months in I something like Joe Kelly hit me up. Joe Kelly was like Brad you want to do a show? I was like yeah let's do a show. So I did that show. It was so I started February like the last week of February and then that first show was June 26th 2015 that was my first show but from june from june 26 2015 to december 31st i did 40 shows you know what i'm saying yeah and that was in my first year and so i did 40 shows i ended up i booked a tv show 
that's when I did the C, uh, the CMT thing, uh, the Steel the King with Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, I booked, I booked like some Smirnoff commercials. I booked a few commercials, and I did all that in my first year. And then so, and then so then from there, I was like, all right, I can, I can do this shit. And I started producing my own shows too, and like towards the back end of that. And right. then so, and I got my, I got into my first comedy festival, which was Memphis Comedy Festival. Uh, like that was the, the month after my year, so it was like in that March. So I did my first festival, like pretty much right after a year being in. And then from there, I just kept on just building, building, and start traveling more and start meeting. I met a lot of people at that comedy festival from all these different cities. And I kind of just like, I was just like enamored, you know what I'm saying? Especially being like, oh, this is my first year and a lot of shit happened, you know what I'm saying? In my first year. So I'm like, oh, damn. So I'm meeting all these people like Kennedy DeForest. I mean, all these people that, from, like a lot of these people from now, then a few of them got some late night spots and stuff like that. Yeah. But I remember meeting them at that. And I'm, we linking up and I'm meeting them. I'm like, yeah, when I come to your city, I'm hit up. Like, tell me the good stuff about their city. And then I just kind of made a point and then, a lot of a lot of people's always talking shit though. It's like because I'm like I started comedy. I came from a music background, so I came in with a music mentality, and so a lot of comics was like they were stuck in that old. They've been beat down so much. They were stuck in that old thing, and they were like, and they were telling me shit like, well, yeah, well, if you if you come out and you work hard for like two years, you're gonna be able to have 15, 20 minutes maybe. You'll be able to to like then maybe be able to host. And if like around like five years, you'll be able to start featuring. And then like, I'm like, what? No, no, uh-uh. I'm like, man, hold on. I'm already, <laughs> I'm born in the 80s, bro. I'm like, I can't wait that long. It's like, no, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nope. And so I like, so my first year, I just start pounding the pavement, start going everywhere I could go. And then I, it just started catching on. And start, people started fucking with me. And, and people started like hearing that was funny. And people started, like Memphis was one of the first cities that really started fucking with me. And they started booking me like for shows. And they first one start putting money in my pocket. So I always Memphis always gonna have big love for Memphis. Like Memphis yeah. really opened up for me. And then like they had a show like you look like that was down there. That like that's why I cut my teeth in in Memphis. They ended up making a TV show that uh, that got on LOL because of that. And then I got yeah. connections because of that because that same guy who directed that did um, he did Dolomite is my name and Coming to America. Yeah. You know, what I'm so it's like, yeah, and I'm I'm one of the people that like I auditioned for coming to America. Like I got like I didn't have an agent at that time at all at all, and they, I got a, a personal call to my to my fucking cell phone. It was like, hey, yeah, you want to audition for this movie? I'm like, okay, hold the fuck on. Why <laughs> you want me to audition for what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like, yes, they just meeting people and and linking up, and it's just and so I just. Went out there, so the whole thing to bring it back full circle. When I was working with that artist, I would always tell him all these ideas I would have, and he would be like, "No, studio, studio, studio." So I promised myself, if I was ever in a position where I would manage myself, that I would push myself like it. That I would manage myself just as hard, or even harder than I was trying to manage him. Yeah, it's like, like so. It's like so. I'm, I'm, I'm my own. You knew own that big- was a good game plan, so you need to apply it to yourself as well. Yes, for sure. It's like, yeah, if you if you do this shit, like it's like this gonna be a good found, at least a good way to build a foundation. And that's what I was able to do. Like I said, I had a marketing degree and everything. I'm doing all the old comics and all these comics will tell me now and the way you do it. You know, you shouldn't now, you shouldn't do that. I wouldn't you too, you shouldn't be starting no show right now. You shouldn't be starting now. You should, I wouldn't start a show about you. 
Yo, uh, merch. I wouldn't be getting no merch. Why you getting merch for, man? Like twenty dollars, uh, twenty twenty five dollars a head. I don't know why. I don't know. It's too high. You can't. You can't charge twenty five dollars, twenty dollars. You can't do that. It's like that's all. I'm, that's literally all I'm hearing. Uh, you, you Nashville, funny. But if you went to Chicago, it's gonna be different in Chicago. Different in Atlanta. If you go to these places, like literally people, I'm like, all right. And like I said, I, I turned all that. Like I said, instead of arguing with people, I was like, all right. I'm just gonna check. That's my checklist. And I used all that shit as a checklist. And then, like, I started going to all them places that they say I couldn't go to. I started going to them places. And I started kicking ass. I started like that. It just, well, people like, they know. You sound like people, a lot of people are going against, not against you, but, you know, trying to, what they think is right for your career. Was there, was but, there somebody in the game that was, like, a mentor, though? Was there, a, who was, like, one of the first, you know, somebody had more experience in the game was like, hey, I, I want to help you out. But in a good way, you know what I mean? Not just like forcing their stuff on you. But did you have a mentor or like a big buddy, anybody like that? Yeah, for sure. So the first person that uh that that I really like really fucked with me tough is a few people. I say uh Richard Douglas Jones, uh from a good dude, man. Uh, he had faith in me early. That's he's one of the ones he gave me that call. He was like, Hey, I got a spot for you. Uh you got 20 minutes. I I had 15 minutes. It's no, no 15. comic ever admits to not yeah. having enough time. 15 minutes. I told her, yeah, 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 I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah I got it. Fuck yeah. Run it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And this, <laughs> I got the, a solid this, this is the craziest part of the story. So this is even the funniest part of the story. Uh, so Aaron, this is when Aaron first started too, because this is like me and Aaron, Aaron started. Whatever. Yeah, me no, and I just Aaron had on the show, yeah. Yeah, and me and him started at the same time. And you know what I'm saying? So we was road dogs starting out. So this was one of my first big road shows. Cause it was yeah. like, oh. And so I was like, you want to come out with me? He's like, yeah, come out. I'm gonna come out with you. So he so Aaron jumped in the car with me and we came down here. And then so it was Mo Alexander Great. was the headliner. Also a former and, guest here on the show. Yeah. So, but this is the funnest part of the story, or the most <laughs> unique part. This was that this was right after that summer. That Mo died twice. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this after was, that? Just after that? This was his first show back. Oh God. After he after he in Memphis. Like, in Memphis. Yeah. In Memphis. So this was like, so like it was the Black Nerd Power Comedy album. And it's so it's like Richard <laughs> Douglas. And so Mo was gonna record an album and everything. And it's like, so he was coming back. So he had to get help in there. This when Mo couldn't even really walk by himself. Jeez. He was still fresh out of it like you know what i'm saying so this was this was like what i said so I, it was packed out 200 something motherfuckers in there and it's like i'm like oh shit woo I, oh lord i was like so i was a little like a lot nervous a little bit it's my first big show 200 <laughs> people out of town these people have no incentive to have anything right. about me or not and then like so like the young lady it was me and a young lady that was both doing 20 and i we was talking i was like man like who want to go first? I'm like, yeah, you can go first. She's like, yeah, I'll fucking, I go first. So she went first. She did well. But then it's like, so I just like, just kind of let it fest up. And then I went out there, man, and I did my fucking 20. And like, I fucking like killed. And like, that, that was like, at that point in my, like I said, in my career, it was like, this you literally just a year in. Uh, Aaron came up to me. He was like, man, bro, that's the best set I've ever seen you have. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I knew like he seen me do a lot of sets. But then Mo was like, Brass TV career, you a funny motherfucker, boy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> so I was like, so I got that stamp and, of approval. 
And people who've heard Mo or know Mo and you know, Mo don't bullshit anybody. So if he, he don't, don't yeah, like he don't, you, he don't he, like you. He don't like you. He ain't gonna fuck with you. Ain't no right. sugar So if he's telling you you're good, that's a that's a sign of major respect. I think somebody yeah, always talked up here. And this was really, and this one, he was really like mean. Like, not mean, but like fresh out of death. Like, <laughs> he didn't give he a like, shit. He wasn't taking no bullshit. That's all I was saying. He was like, I, I died twice. Yeah. But I'm not even feeling like, no, nah, I'm not like, yeah, he wasn't. He, he don't know anybody about, anything at that point. Yeah, really. yeah, he wasn't trying to be, he wasn't trying to shoot coke. And, but so I would say like, kind of like from, from that Richard Douglas Jones and Mo probably showed me the first like love and like, like I could hit up and be like, yeah, I got this and this. I'm thinking about this and that. And I could talk to them. And then like Spanky Brown as well. Uh RP. Yeah, man. It's like that was the first time I ever uh did Zanies. Um, the whole thing is the first time I did any club. I've never I went outside of the it didn't go from the regular club format because my first time working Zanies. I got booked by the headliners. They just seen me posting shit online. It was like, oh, this dude working hard in Nashville. We're going to give him a chance. Right. And so that's not the first time I got booked even at Zany's. It was from them. And so from Spang and that, we all hung out. And Spang was like, oh, man, you cool. We all just like, we end up all linking up. And yeah, he was big unk. He unk. As you meet Spang, he automatically your uncle, man, because right. he going to show you love like that. You know what I'm saying? First, yeah. When you hear him call your nephew for the first time, you're like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm for real. It's just like everybody. That man, like, for real, did he make you feel like he make you feel like it's real? You know, you know. It's he's, like, I was gonna say he's the same way too, though. He don't give a shit what you think. I yeah, mean, he don't. Yeah, he ain't gonna bullshit. You. You. Oh yeah, if you suck, you suck. Yeah, he ain't. Gonna, <laughs> he Memphis. Both up. That's that Memphis. Cause they, you know, Spanky and, and Mo was pretty much best friends, though. You know, they started pretty much. You yeah, know, since dudes. They, that's that old school 20, 30 years in the game, Memphis. They, they just ain't gonna take a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Damn, Spanky Brown. Yeah, man. So let's do a my... let's do a shot to Spanky. Right here, yeah, man, for sure. Let's do a drink to Spanky. Thank you, man. Man. Well, yeah, man. So they're they're I'll all good. To, they're your mentors. I also like yeah. the, the the shout out Azim because he was the co headliner with Spanky, and that's he a good dude too. Me, him Who? still. He he put me on some money, and he his name was Zim. He's uh he's from he's from St. Louis, but he lives in like uh, North Carolina now. He does a mm -hmm. lot of cruise ships and stuff. That's like his bread and butter when the world was open. Yeah. Um, but he uh yeah he done, he brought me up to North Carolina. He didn't put some money in my pocket. Took care of me hotels, and yeah, that's the whole thing. Is like the first time I started working the club, the headliners would always bring me back or get or put me on some money, uh like somewhere. So that's how I knew I was like, right, I'm trending in the right direction, kind of thing. All right, so uh, you 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 smash the one that's with Mo. It's one of your best sets. Is it? So I, I asked this. I had Aaron Weber on. I asked him the same thing. What's your best show? Is that your best show ever? No, but it's like okay. I'll give you an idea. So every time I have, okay, the first time I had my first best show. I remember it. It was it was like December the 26, 27, 2015. I was okay. like still up the year. Uh my friend Seth, he was a uh, he was a sketch writer. We had this show. It was at this taxidermy place. It was packed <laughs> out. Yeah, it was crazy. Dude, like we they had us playing like 
we was we did some sketch acting and I was playing like Jesus, one of the people auditioning to be Jesus in the show. And like so and so I'm dressed up in Jesus and shit. So but then you would do at comics would do sets in between. And so and so it was like he was like, Yeah, bro, you're gonna do a set. So it's packed in there. It's like some of the best comics that I respected, like in Nashville, like, oh, these are the best, these are the guys that like these dudes in Nashville. It's like Josh Wagner, like Joe Kelly. It was like motherfuckers that yeah. that was fire, and that was on fire at that time. And that's the and I had my set, and that was the first time that it didn't matter who would have went up that night that they weren't gonna get me. It was just like <laughs> I, yeah, it was just like that crowd just fell in love with me, and they was just they were just like no, nah, this is like that. when I had this. It didn't like I said, it's just that one of them. It didn't matter who went up. That crowd just fell in love with with me that night. And that was like that's the first time I ever got like like sex because of comedy too. It was like, it was like yeah, it's saying it was already the best night before that, but then it was a girl who was like, oh no, you talked all that shit. I'm gonna be your huckleberry baby. I was like, Ooh, okay, she let's do it. Yeah, so but I, that's tough to beat if it's if we're going best shows. First first one you got laid because that was pretty strong. Yeah, man, that was pretty strong. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I would say my my favorite show. I hate even to put it on this, but I'm a, I am I give it to this just because of the place, but I still wouldn't say this. Maybe. I don't know. It, I don't know. It's one of them. It's like, I got something, right. like, but I'll say this. It's between, uh, it's between Comedy Works in Denver. Okay. Uh, I, it was like, I did their Monday show. It was a, it was a competition show. It was like, it was like they show if you're a local comic, that's a show you want to be on. They had the amateur, and then they had the pro division, and they put me. I'm in the pro division, and so they had some of the best comics in the city. And this at this time, I came to Denver. I only came to Denver on vouchers, so nobody knew me, knew me. You know, so I'm like a couple people, like uh, Stroop. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, that Stroop knew me, and Stroop was like, "Oh yeah, this is my dude. This is he a headliner? Stroop talking good shit for me." So it's like, oh yeah, I gotta go out here and like got to bust some heads out. They don't know people me. putting their name on the line, so you got yeah. Go. So I was like, man, so that was like the first show, like one of the first big shows I did while I was there. I was there for 12 days. And that was like the man. third day I was there. And then, so that was like, all right, this is my first big show. It's like they people, all, all their comics are out because it's like I said, it's the show that you want to be. Then if you want, like it's that club, then if you if ain't even there, you, you want to be a part of because you at the club. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. So all these comics there. And then man, I went up there and I was like, I did my thing. We had a good time. You know what I mean? They let me cook. They let me cook a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, you know, I cooked a little bit up there. And then, but that made that whole scene look at me different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it you're in. Like, oh. Yeah. First thing after I won that, that show at they city, they was like, oh, hold on. This motherfucker, hold on, this dude funny. And then so it's like the rest of the week was just. I rode a wave and I like I was like I, I made a lot of money. I did a lot of time. Nice. It was giving me 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes. And when I say a lot of money, I say a lot of money in like on a Wednesday, you do a show, they pay you $75, and then you do another show later on that night, they pay you a hundred. You like, I made $175 at two underground bar shows. <laughs> yeah, and then you sell like you know what I'm saying? I used then I sold like a hundred some dollars worth of merch, and then you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, okay. And like that's why I say so, like on, on some like just jumping out there with not knowing what's gonna happen. That's why I say yeah. a lot. Um, but then um, yeah, I did that and then Chicago was up there. It's like Chicago, it's like the three cities, those three cities, Chicago and Atlanta. And Atlanta, I did it at Star Bar, kind of same thing. 
Rodney is, you know, if you know, if y'all know Rodney Lee, Rodney <laughs> Lee, I give a, he do not, he don't know any comics unless you from Atlanta or fuck with him. He don't, he don't, <laughs> it don't matter what TV show you've been on. He do not know you. He right. be like, he for real. I was and like, and so I he seen sees him, you with his eyes. Yeah. He do not know you on exist. his stage. It don't matter. So he, yeah. he handled it like that. And so the first time he announced me is like, so the first show he was like, yeah, Hey, this first guy, he from Nashville, man, I booked him because he had a good name. I liked his name, but he from Nashville and Nashville comics. So I don't that's how he brought me. I said, damn, I'm like, who the fuck been coming up here? I'm I like, always say intros don't matter, but that one matter. <laughs> And so, At least so I went get my name. I wasn't, he's already throwing shade. He threw it, threw it all the way. <laughs> Big shade, threw it all. I was like, God damn, walking off like this. So I was like, so I came, I did it. But that at that point, you know what I'm saying? That's when I was new, but I, I had like jokes that I knew was going to work. And so I had a good, you know what I'm saying? I had a good set. But then the second time that I came back though, he fucked it up even worse because yeah. So he was like, from stage, you know, Rodney Craig. This is what Rodney used to drink for real. <laughs> he only drink like one day a week now. But he was he was drunk, drunk as fuck. He was like, Yeah, Brad, Brad, I know what Brad said to you. I know I told you that you was gonna go up six, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta let a local go six because you know what I'm saying, this is a special number, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, and like so he he bumps me from the stage. Bumps me from the stage. He just announced like, it. Just announced it and like I'm gonna bring like I'm gonna bring so and so up here with like one of my one of the locals blah blah because it's a special style. It's like you know his homeboy Egypt passed away and that's the that's that secret spot he saved for him. He yeah. liked to say that locals, which I understood, but it just imagine being an out of town <laughs> comic though, and like this like the second time you, you ain't good enough, party, and you getting bumped from yeah. the stage, and then so I'm just like turning like it's like I said the Hulk shit. I, I I ran my first few years with Fury, and so I'm just like. <laughs> And so I had a set list. I threw my whole set list out. I said, I'm doing my newest fucking jokes. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, 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 whatever happened. And so it was like, it was right after uh, the Red Clay Festival. Um, and so it was all these out of town comics from all these cities there. And so it was all these people. I don't know, bro. I was so pissed off that I got bumped. I went up there, bro. I did all the shit that I didn't even know if it was going to work or not. And I fucking demolished Star Bar that month. <laughs> like, I, like when I said, like, bro, and like I said, I don't say this shit arrogantly, bro, but it's like, yeah, it altered the room, though. Like, it's literally, you can see the room alter, and it's I, like the rest of the night, which you know, that show, look, imagine me going seven. And if you're familiar with that show, you know, that show don't end like one o'clock in the morning, yeah, it's long. You know I mean? So, it's like a three hour show. So, I literally like up the pace and set, set the, the tone for the rest of the night. Like, and then from stage, the same from the same stage, he was like, Brazzatiba, any goddamn time you come back, you welcome, goddamn it. And so, yeah, like, he certified <laughs> me. All but right. As, as he embarrassed me twice, he certified me from that same stage after there I did that. And then I actually, then the third time I brought Aaron with me, that's my first vouch. And then me and Aaron both fucking went ape shit. And then he was like, yo, Bouch means something. You got to like, and you can, anytime you on, anytime you're in, in Atlanta, you fuck with me. And like, that's now that's one of my best friends in Atlanta. It's like, every time oh. I come, I stay at his house, man. They, I'm like a kid. Like when I leave, they, they, they give me joints for the road. Like, <laughs> I'm like, 
Like, bro, I'm finna go to the library for like, I'm finna go and write. Like, oh, y'all take, take two, three joints, man. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, so that's my big homie now. So it went from that, though. So that's how, I, like, that's why it was so special. And then yeah. this last one, it's a three-part one. But the last one, it was uh, Laugh Factory in Chicago. It was a Saturday night, sold out, 400 people, people in the balconies, and kind of the same thing. It was like, I was a ringer. They didn't know me. It was like the, one of the best clubs in the country, one of the best clubs in the city. And I fuck, I shut it down on a fucking Saturday night. And I like I say, I altered the room. And it was like, and those are my three favorites probably. And that's what I would say. That's the jam. That's the jam. That All right, no, you go as long as you want. This is the beauty of the podcast right here. I appreciate I, it, man. I love everybody spilling their guts. I mean, that's the beauty of the favorite shows. You, boom, they're right there. Bringing back those good memories. Man, I can't wait to get back at them. For sure. Now let's turn the tables. The worst okay. gig. Oof. Man. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, we got to define it. Okay, is it worst <laughs> No, you go, man. That was a shit gig. That was whether you bombed or the venue was wrong, the crowd was awful, whatever made it the worst, something's the worst. I'm telling you the worst. This is the worst way I got introduced <laughs> ever. And uh, and then I tell you about like uh is the worst place. So it was like, yeah, guys, you know what I'm saying, man. It's a 420 show, we all high, man, blah blah. It's like, yeah. And I just want to let everybody know we got pizza. In the back room for everybody. We just brought in pizza. We got edibles in the back. Hey, y'all, welcome to the stage. Our next comic, Brad Sativa. Oh, wait, so, like, wait, so then he told him to go get edibles and pizza as you were coming on stage. As I'm coming on in the back <laughs> of this big ass room. So they all got up. Everybody getting up, getting pizza and edibles. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's 420. How the fuck you? I want to go back there. I think that's why I was, I was saying shit like that. I was like, why the fuck you bring me up? Like, you should have like, bought me from stage. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. How the fuck I'm supposed to follow weed and edibles out there? Like, Pizza and edible. I'm like, man. I, yeah, I remember talking shit the whole time. I'm like, man, I couldn't get off it. I was like, how you bring me up like that? Yeah, hey, yeah, we got pizza in the bag. We got edible brownies, everything. Y'all welcome to the stage. Brass and <laughs> a football feel away from the motherfuckers. It was crazy. Yeah. It was so long. Like, I did a joke and it's like, I had to just sit there and just like see if he got a re reaction. That's how hard it was. I you was, had to give it time to get to the back of the room. <laughs> I had to literally let it sit. I'm like, well, shit. I'm like, y'all high anyway. Fuck, I'll take my time. I'm like, like I'm saying, I get introduced <laughs> like that. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. That's what was my like. But it was, that was probably. That was probably pretty, but I'll say one of my worst shows though, and, it, and it's because it's more because of the headliner. I ain't gonna, I hate to blame it on that person, but the headliner, <laughs> not for real. They 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 went okay. So imagine, okay, you know how clubs do. They get somebody the early show, and then they okay. get like, they're like, oh, we're gonna split it up. We get somebody the late show, but they gave they did that, but the late show sold out. So then they added another show. That didn't even start. The third show. The third show. All right. All right. So we got the first one, some clean comic, you know what I'm saying? They, they wrap that shit up. They've done, ready to walk out. Motherfucker, 8 30 on the dot. They ready to walk out. Ready for the 9 15, 9 30 show. 
right. will come around. I'm hosting that motherfucker. It goes, eh, I'll do all right. You know what I'm saying? The crowd a little, a little, a little frisky. Uh, so I like argue with them for a minute and then finally get it settled. We chilling. The headliner go up. Not only is it 30 motherfuckers in the green room, 30 motherfuckers. The headliner goes up, does f- an hour and 45 fucking minutes. Well, that's longer than the show's supposed to be together. I know. But also <laughs> imagine, imagine though, this is Zany's before the lockdown. So it was oh, he, second show sold, second show sold out 320 something. Around the building. Around the building, cold outside. Hour and a half, they sitting there like, and so me, I'm the host. I get held hostage because I don't know when he's gonna come out. Because after 55 minutes, he was supposed yeah. to be done. So I had to just stay by the door. The only good thing about it is that it was a pro-smoking weekend because he smoked blunts and smoked weed. And so I got to smoke in the green room. <laughs> the only benefit is that I got to little sit, sit by the door for a fucking 55 minutes and just smoke weed. That's the only benefit. But was held hostage. And then ended it at the end of it. 30, after them 30, them 15 people left, another 15 people came in for their second late show. Then, imagine how these people pissed off. They outside outside for an hour and a half, fucking cold, because these people had to flip a whole restaurant that was sold out. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And so, hour and 45 minutes later, then they're supposed to get in. They freezing their ass off. They come in attitudes. You know what I'm saying? Fucked up. And then, so I go up again, I'm arguing again with these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, but then I finally get them on my side, arguing with motherfuckers because they said, I said something about me having sex and some dude was like, huh? I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm funny, motherfucker. Yeah, I'll get laid. I'm like, you the one paying $40 for sex. Like, you one got a date in this bitch. So now you're arguing. Yeah, you paying money, bitch. She paying, you paying to see me. I'm talking shit. So (laughs) I'm arguing with these motherfuckers. I finally get them on my side. And then he go up there and do the same damn thing. Another hour and 45 minutes. On now the show. it's real late. I ain't, look, bro, we got that bitch three o'clock in the morning. No. Three o'clock in the morning. No bullshit. <laughs> no. Imagine being held, held by a door for over two hours. Anybody leave? Man, no, no. Everybody stayed. I mean, like, was he killing he, at least? He's, he was killing. Okay. And like, I, but still. I'm gonna tell you who it is. I'm gonna tell you who it is off camera. Jeff Foxworthy. Nah, I wasn't here. I wasn't like shit. Jeff got about 800 million shit. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that he'd be smoking yeah. in the green room. Yeah, it would have been funny. 15 D funny. Like, yeah, it'd been, yeah, him and him and Alan Jackson in there hitting one. Like, y'all niggas look alike. I've been there. Y'all niggas look alike. I don't know. Alan Jackson, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> to me. Y'all look like to me. I don't know. You know <laughs> Alan Jackson and Jeff Farnsworthy. I can't tell the difference. Now you for real, for real. <laughs> you kill them. <laughs> all country dudes look alike, dude. Man, slick, man. Until now, now, now they all got like now we got a few black ones out there. Like, yeah, they look swagged up now. <laughs> Yeah, they try to do everything. That's oh, yeah, that's real crazy. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's how it's like. That's how I really cut my teeth on shit, man. Just being fucking inquisitive, networking, and like 
people tell me I can't do shit. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that then. That sounds fun. I love yeah. it, dude. I'm I'm a fan. Uh fan of the merch, fan of the comedy, fan of everything, fan of the human. Uh we've had great shows together when we weren't. I was trying I'll to think, it. uh, one of the last shows we did was a Halloween show. Yeah. Did you dress up or were you the guy that said I'm not dressing up? I, I no, I dressed up as like I when I dress up, I dress up as something that is in my clothes I already got. I know. So you I think, showed up like in normal clothes and everybody's like, Hey, we're supposed oh, yeah. to be in we're supposed yeah, to be okay. an outfit. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't. I remember that was an epic. Yeah, you was like you had this big blow up thing that I had you a was sumo like, outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a big I'm yeah, like, man, yeah. I'm not look stupid if Brad goes up and regular clothes out. Yeah, I did some. Yeah, I did do that. It was some, yeah, it was just it was just the way that felt. But the first time I did it, so you know how Scott do it. We always do it like a, like like a year apart. And so the first time I went out, it was with Jim Seward, and Jim Seward dressed up as a he dressed up as a Santa Claus, what a murder Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah, like all his face painted, and all this shit. And so you know they got that Wendy's over there. Uh, and like, and like, you know, right over there by all that stuff. So ordered, yeah, so he's like, Yeah, let's go to this window and get some food. So we fucking ordered the food. We both, like, I don't roll with him like an hour and a half, two hours to this place. I'm like, So at this point, I'm used to the makeup. I forget that he even got the shit on. Oh, you know? y'all, y'all are in full dress. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was Craig from Friday. So I, nigga, I, I had like a flannel shirt, some, <laughs> some, some, some dickies, and some, and some house shoes on. I was like, yeah. that is again. <laughs> are you just doing the same outfit every year? Hey, look, I, look, the only, <laughs> in the last five or six years, the only time I had a actual like costume was I had a girlfriend. And so did she went out the way to make sure this shit happened. She was in that sewing shit. She was like old school girls. She like she was like one of the She was like a man. I was uh I was uh, uh wasn't a thud, but from uh Hook. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I gotta thud, see pictures but, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thud, but she made yeah. She had all the shit. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did yeah. so, but also this is how I did though. Now this is how it happened though. I like, I didn't, I told you, I never really, my, my girls were like, no, we're going to do, I said, you know, you get, you get a girlfriend, like women really love to do this shit. So she's like, are oh, we doing something? We ain't just now, we going to dress up. So I, I like, I went on Facebook and I posted four pictures from the nineties. I posted Thud Butt. I posted like, uh, Keenan Thompson from like, uh, from like Mighty Ducks. Uh, like so, like the black hockey player from Mighty Ducks. You know, what I'm saying when he played the Mighty Ducks two and three, I think. Oh. But yeah, President Kenan Thompson. I posted Luther Vandross. Oh, and then and then I posted Bernie Mac from uh, I Ain't Scared of You Motherfuckers. <laughs> and I posted those. I posted those four pictures. I'm like, whatever one gets the most votes, that's the what what whatever one gets the most likes. That's what I'm gonna be for Halloween. And then like. That like that's the one third butt got like a hundred likes and the other one got like eighty likes. Well, yeah, people participate. And so like I think I'm gonna do that every year now. I think it's like it's like people like they they, they, they people start making their comments and then after I did it, it's like then it, now I showed them afterwards. It was like yeah, it was kind of a build up. I don't know. I, it's, I, I think I should do that's that funny. every year. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, but that's how I ended up getting that. And so that's the only <laughs> real costume I've been in. Cause my girlfriend was like, "No, you gonna be it. You gonna be it." And like, <laughs> all right, let, 
Let's do a drink and then hit this countdown. Are you ready? All right, for sure. Let's do it. Anybody drinking with us? Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me do let me refill my beer because it's like yeah. Give me about fifteen seconds. <laughs> He's refilling beer mid podcast. That is Brad Sativa in a nutshell. That's strong right there. Be sure you follow us on social media at the Casio Kid at Casio's Cut. Uh, as well that's on all the social media uh, you can see brad uh, he's very active on all the social media as well uh, you can look him up at real brad sativa on twitter at real brad sativa on twitter facebook.com slash brad sativa as well oh yeah we you refilled back. oh yeah got me got oh, me some more pickle juice pickle to the okay. top <laughs> All right, cheers. Here we go. Bang bang. Countdown. Ten questions. You got to deal with them. You ready? Oh yeah, let's get it. Number ten. Name something that's a perfect ten in your life. Uh, smoking some real good weed and getting a blowjob. <laughs> getting a blowjob for somebody aesthetically pleasing to. If you can look and see somebody attractive. Giving you a blowjob, like while you hide, that's like that's a ten. That's a ten. That's like, like, oh man, this I'm, is amazing. I'm so glad you're not married. Everybody says fiance or wife or something, and you went smoking again. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, man, it's like, man, you know. What I'm there I, we I, go. I grew up. <laughs> All right, number nine. Uh, nine is the German word for no. So name something you wish you could write off. Something that you want no more in Brad Sativa's life. Man. It could racism. be small, it could be big, it could be dreams, it could be anything. I say, man, like I wouldn't say, I just say stupid racism. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like stupid racism. Where you just like just racist for no reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand some prejudice, but when you just racist for no reason, we gotta get rid of the stupidity racism. All right, let's get, so we we make baby steps. Let's get rid of stupid racism first, and then all racism. Yeah, yeah. Then I can okay. take that. Then we can work on the Ben Shapiro. <laughs> okay, you work on somebody that's got a that claims they got a reason. You just want the stupid ones out first. All right. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. We gotta get. All right, out. number eight. Uh, when you die, what do you want to be the last thing you ate? So, what do you want your last meal to be? This could be. From restaurants, this could be home cooking, mix and match, appetizers. What are you drinking with it? Dessert, anything. Okay, so uh, drink, I got to have a Martinelli's sparkling apple juice. Okay. Uh, is that the one in the glass apple bottle? Yeah, but this one, the sparkling, though, is sparkling. Sparkling, sparkling life changer, bro. I'm for real. Because <laughs> I love some Martinelli's apple juice. No, the sparkling is it. It takes it to the next like yeah, for real. It takes it to the next level. Just a little bit of bubbly in it, and it's good. A little bit of, man, it's so good. All it's right, so I gotta good. find it. I gotta find yeah, it. Yeah, gotta find it. The Martin Lettuce. <laughs> okay. I gotta have that apple juice. Martinelli sparkling apple juice. Uh, I'll say my mom's fried chicken because like on. yeah, she 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 put it down. She been you like down. all the pieces. You got you breast, leg, thigh. You like all of wing. My mama chicken. You can eat it all. You know okay. what I'm saying? You put it down. You can eat it all. Cause yeah, right. it's like people. What's the side? What else? Sides, my like two two sides from her. You know what I'm saying? Which is like she knows I love mac. She knows I love macaroni and cheese, and I also love mashed potatoes. Double starch. That's why mm, I'm fat. Come on. 
you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then uh, <laughs> appetizer, though, bang, bang shrimp from bonefish. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Bang, bang. That's a good just start off anything. That's where we're up. going next time you come to Huntsville. We're going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do some. Yeah, let's get bonefish. Bring some bang. sparkling apple juice with you, and we're going right hey, up the Hey, that Martin, I'm telling you, that Martinellis <laughs> is life-changing, boy. Uh, All right, so we got our, we got our apple juice. We're eating some little bang bang while your mom makes fried chicken, mac and cheese, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. Any other yeah. meat, like for somewhere else, or is it chicken's gonna be enough? Man, I have to, I would say that I had to get a steak, like a steak off the grill, mm-hmm. medium, you know what I'm saying? Off the grill, char marks. Like a home cooked thing, not like from a restaurant. Not from a restaurant, All yeah. Right. Like where slow glaze, where somebody was just like, I'm gonna marinate this motherfucker. Like I know some old country ass cooks though. You know what I'm saying? I got some. I know All too right. many country motherfuckers that just act, they can know how to cook and barbecue. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. Next time you here, I'm gonna take you to my homeboy. He from back west Tennessee, but he stay up here and he's he grills. I'm talking about his Instagram too much. Like it's like his Instagram too much. It's like his, what like is his, it? I want to see it. Yeah, it's called Zilla's. Hold on, I'm gonna give you the the exact one. Yeah, he got a shit ton of followers too. Yeah, his ass be. And what he just posted of him grilling? Oh man, not even him grilling. It's just the final result. It's Zilla's, like plural, like Z I L L A S. Zilla's pit barbecue. Yep, it got underscores on. Big perm, El Heffy. Yep. Oh, look at that, dude. Yeah, as we shit, it's just like, why are you doing this? It's like, man, he posted, he posted a bacon wrap, grilled cheese that was grilled on the, on the fucking. I'm like, what? Like, dude, oh, why dude. are you doing this? Yeah, look at all this stuff. Look at this biscuit. Yes, it's just, it's, it's. it's Does he over. have a restaurant? Who's he cooking for? He has a, he has a food truck. He travels. He's oh, go, he goes. Killer. Yeah, every weekend he sells out. Every weekend, every Saturday, every Sunday, he sells out every weekend, wherever he go. That's amazing. City. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So he just, yeah, he got that big ass rig. But yeah, it's just so much food. So much. Mm. It's just like every day, it's just like the highest shit that you can think about as from a high big smoking <laughs> weed. And think like, oh, this would be some fat ass, fat boy shit, man. And then you'll see me rolling it. Bro, he got what? He got one with a, it's a, it's like a chicken pot pie with cheese oozing out with a fucking chicken tender stabbed in it. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? What? Look, this yeah. one's a, this one's a swine apple. It's a big, it's pineapple wrapped in bacon. It looks like some yeah. kind of sausage in the middle. Oh. Oh yeah, slide down to yeah. Oh, it's today he did that Jerk like a dead. Mm, yeah, he's man. killing it. He did some yeah, hot dogs. I'll keep scrolling down. That's why you're gonna see that apple. That, that. <laughs> we're going real, all right, we're coming back to that. Yeah, we gotta get back oh. to your last meal. What's dessert? So dessert, okay. My auntie, uh, it's like my great auntie, but she passed away. Or like so she was also the same age as my grandma. So she was in okay. her 90s. She passed away too. Those women, hey, ain't gonna lie. The, the, my grandma and her three best friends, me and two best friends, they both passed away, and all three of them passed away in their nineties. So they was wrong. Like, yeah, Something they was right in the water there. Yeah, yeah. Some they weren't going. Yeah, it's like so. But my one of her best friends, which was her, um, 
which was her brother's ex-wife, which is funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. She used to make this red velvet cake that was so mm. good. It was like, it's ridiculous. It's so good. It's mm. like, it, it's so good that she could actually make them, freeze it for like a month. You take it out in a month, eat that bitch. It's still the best cake you ever fucking had. It's still the best cake you ever fucking had. Everything mm. from scratch. And that like that's that like I like I can only have memory of how good that that, that was. Uh, Let's bring yeah. it back one more time. That's a good call. Yeah. So that would be my total meal. And then I would end it with like some kind of good bourbon. I was about to say, no alcohol. I was waiting on some alcohol. Oh yeah, I gotta eat some gotta end it with bourbon because it's like I gotta are you I like a post meal? You like it on the rocks? What do you like it after a meal? Uh, I'm a I'm a rocks guy if it's Jack Daniels. Okay, that's my that's my everyday like that's my everyday uh, whiskey because they also want, they sponsor one of my shows too, the bunch of lads. So so like I actually got even more connection with them. But um, so Jack Daniels is my everyday drink. But if we were like stepping it up, like I like some some. I'll step it up. I'll do some, I'll do any kind of bourbon. But do you like it neat? Do you just like it dry and neat? I, I do like one cube if it's like okay. real good bourbon. Just a little like bit of like chill. Booker, just yeah, like book is strong. Book is strong as fuck. So yeah, so you got to drop a little cube. You got to put a cube in that motherfucker. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you need a fire extinguisher with that yeah, shit. Yeah, that motherfucker. Woo. <laughs> I don't light you up. <laughs> yeah, that shit light you up all the way. And so, yeah. <laughs> all yeah, right. So yeah, that's probably it on that. We sipping some bourbon afterwards. I like it. All yeah. right, number seven. Uh, when you were seven, what do you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to be uh, either an actor or doing music. That early? Yeah, I knew this oh. though. I knew I wanted. I knew I wanted to like not work for anybody. I knew I wanted to be like my own boss. I knew I wanted to at, at the least. I I want to own my own business. I knew that. All right, early. All right. strong. Number six, yeah. how do you want to end up six feet under? How do you want to die? Man, either sleep or some pussy. Either one or two. <laughs> and like, man, like uh, real. Like, hoping Aaron, she loves it. Uh, wait, just, are you finished? You got to finish though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, finish, for sure. That's just how like, you get, like, you have a heart attack as you finish? Yeah, yeah, I hope she's like, <laughs> At an age of where she can take it to, like you know, when I say take it like mentally, you know, what I'm saying like 36, 37, you know, the 36, she can take it, man. I love you clarifying. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be. I don't want to be no, no man ruining no twenty five year old life. Like this old man just died on me. You know, what I'm saying. Fuck you need a man. cougar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody, like, somebody who just had enough, like been out here like good, good 10, yeah. 15. Yeah, it's just going to be a speed bump for them. They're good. Yeah, they're like, man, this motherfucker died. It's going to be a good story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's going to tell everybody that's how good it was. She killed Yeah, you. somebody auntie. Somebody auntie that never got married. Ain't like no married woman. It's like somebody auntie. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I had Aaron on, and he said he wanted to die, do a fire set, and have a heart attack, and then the headliner has to come out and follow. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, we should, we should used to do the show with. He should start doing all shows with a uh, thing in his pocket. That yeah. when they die, they like search him and pull it out, and it says "Follow that." <laughs> yeah, that's oh man. <laughs> man I, right. I don't want to do that. 
I, no, for, like, I, just a quick side. You want to do on stage? No, nah, I want to down stage. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to like. I, I don't want people to remember me as that either. As Dan? Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, one girl bed, not a whole club. Yeah, yeah. This is funniest thing though. So I was supposed to do a show like three weeks ago, and a a, a woman died before the show. Like at the died. club? At the club. Yeah, it's oh, a man. restaurant slash club, but it was the yeah. She so had, she's like, ready to go to the comedy show and dies. Yes, she was at the club with her homegirls. They having drinks and pizza. They eating uh-huh. and passed away, bro. That, that, that was the craziest shit ever, man. That was like Did y'all yeah. bump the show back. What y'all do? Oh, they they because it was so much forensic stuff. Like like the the the, the cops had to be like, oh, we got to make sure there ain't no foul play. We got to do like real cops. So they ended the show. They canceled. Oh, they the show. shut it down. Yeah, which I'm glad they did because I didn't like it's like in that in that <laughs> I didn't need that army off that night. No, like, that was that'd be a weird vibe going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's like we just like kept the show going, like yeah, but <laughs> they paid us. By the way, we like, got a table open if anybody wants to move over. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was crazy. That was like, yeah, you don't clean it up. I was like, oh man, oh yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to cut you off, I had to say that. No, you're good. Uh, number five, five-figure discount was the last thing you stole. Man, last thing I stole, man. I th- oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in college. Uh, it used to be this place. Uh, it was Dodge's Chicken. Man, and we Gas get, station? Yeah, gas station. Yeah, fire. After the club on Wednesdays, you could, like, fucking, like, everybody used to go to the Dodge's because they try to get food. But also, you could <laughs> This is like in the early 2000s, you could steal beer. And so we was in college. So you used to steal beer. Yeah, because the lines would be so big. You could oh. sit the beer right beside the door, and somebody else would just open the door and take the beer out. And as the Because it's so crazy in there. So much chaos. It's like 2 30 in the morning, everybody trying to get food, and everybody trying to get beer before three o'clock. And so the whole thing, we get at least. At least five, six cases of beer. And then buy a chicken? Like, oh, uh, yeah, didn't buy it because nobody caught it. Like, nobody like, ever would, would even pay attention to us because yeah. everybody doing the same. Love it. My friend, my friend get to looking at the motherfuckers trying to fight and almost get us fucked up. Our cops almost get up because looking at motherfuckers trying to fight. <laughs> we almost, yeah, almost. As you're stealing six packs. Yeah, I'm like, bro, we got so much beer. We got to get the fuck up out of here. Why are you trying to watch the fight? Oh, we got fight. no receipts. <laughs> yeah, nobody received. All right, number four, uh, Mount Rushmore, Little Debbie's. Give me your top four Little Debbie's. Woof. Uh, Swiss roll. Okay. Uh, what I think they call the brown rounds or the fudge rounds. Fudge rounds, okay. Fudge rounds. Um... Nutter butter, strong. Yeah, nutter butter's in there. And then I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm them old school just brownies, brownies with a little sprinkle, like the little sprinkle on top. All right, not brownies. the cosmic brownies with the fake yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, like the cosmic? Yeah. <laughs> no, I no, actually the ones with the nuts. Them cosmics yeah. didn't come out in my childhood towards the end. Them the regular ones were just them peanuts. Ones of the nuts. Mm. Yeah, that's the that was the ones that we grew up with. But I, I do them them brownies though. I do fuck with them brownies. <laughs> All right, three. 
Uh, you get three albums on the deserted island. Now, you ain't gonna catch heat because you ain't saying these are the best albums ever made. Yeah. So you know you're you're just stuck with three albums. So you can listen to these three albums over and over and over again. You can go compilations, greatest hits, the live album, or you can keep it to whatever you want. This is the whole thing's open on the board. Three albums. You can only listen to these three albums the rest of your life. Uh, I'm going uh three six mafia. Uh, sixty six, sixty one. Okay, that's the name of the album. That's the Is one that, that had. Slob on my slob, slob on my knob. Like that, that, that didn't have that one, but Is that, that one had on like scissor? just sipping on some scissor. Okay. It had like a lot of other like yeah, that sixty six, sixty one. That was just that was like okay, the bridge. Of Is that popping my collar. <laughs> uh, that's just, that's as before that though. It's like okay. it was like my. Your high school chicken head. Uh, oh, know, chicken. Like, boop, boop. Yeah, yeah, it had all that okay. stuff on Chicken head. Uh, so that album, just because that, that just because at points, I'm going to need that energy. I know I yeah. can just live here, and that's just going to be energy I can get you crunk and make you want to fight. It's yeah. got all kind of moods on there. It had the most, the one, the song that I say is the most violent song that it was literally made for chaos. And I wish that we had like the analytics of it of how many people died because of three six. <laughs> I wish I wish it was a counter that had them analytics because they had that one song called "Gang Sign in Your Face." Oh God! And so everybody was doing it in the club. Yeah, it'd be like, "Put your sign in your face, gang signs in his face, make them niggas fight. <laughs> what? Make them hoes fight? Make them niggas fight? What? Make and everybody just gets riled up." <laughs> in his face gangs i'm like why it was so crazy <laughs> it's like this song it's no reason for this it's no yeah, reason i, I used to dj <laughs> at clubs too and i'm gonna tell you yeah. another song uh, that did that ludicrous yeah, like, bitch you said oh yeah look that shit everybody starts yelling in everybody's face move and then it's chaos <laughs> that's what you say man like when the money wasn't right that's what you say when the money ain't right that's when the DJ like we ain't paid DJ the right money. Like, all right, we ended this. Right, I know how to end this party right now. Dunk if you buck, let's go. They're gonna play about four or five songs, and if it make it through them five songs, and like he ain't gonna play all of them. He's gonna now, play like a minute and a half. Lights coming on before they get finished. Yeah, there's no way you're gonna go through these, these five songs guaranteed to end any party. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's like make that money ain't right. Fuck around on pay DJ. <laughs> Yeah, so that but that I would say uh Tupac All Lies on Me. Okay. That was like it's had every kind of classic music to think about in that. And then lastly, I probably would say just cause this cause my mom probably though. I would say probably the Jackson Southerners or the Mississippi Mass Choir. Uh Ooh. like greatest hits. I think it's the Mississippi Mass Choir greatest hits. Because the William Brothers and Missy Mass Choir was pretty much almost the same because the, the William Brothers were very involved in it. Mm -hmm. But I would say Mississippi Mass Choir because, yeah, it's just... Memories? Sometimes, yeah, memories, man. Because that's one thing, like, I would say you could tell how much my mama was in the church, you know what I'm saying? Like, about her music. Because one minute my mama would listen to, like, she run Bobby Brown for six months, like, when my barata <laughs> Like, like I know he canceled now, but it's just historically correct. Like, right. when he like he came out when the, like born into the nineties, but then <laughs> she was at the church. Then it'd be like 
Mississippi Mass Choir for about six months. <laughs> Southern Airs and all these. He's rotating. Yeah, so I get, but yeah, so gospel music. I have. I'm still a huge fan of gospel music, even though I'm not the most religious person. But it's something about hearing, like, for one thing, gospel music has like the best musicians and singers across yeah. the, because like, it ain't based on how you look. So there's a lot of fat people out there with the strongest voice. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, like, gay dudes on the keyboards. You know what I'm saying? It's like people like gospel music, they do not care. It's like they go draft the best motherfucker. <laughs> like everywhere else, they're going to judge yeah. you. But gospel, they're going to like, you gay, but that boy. Yeah, play anybody music. else, they walk in and go, do you look the part? And can yeah. you get by just enough to perform? Everybody else, yeah. like, gospel music. No, you bring in the heat. Okay. Don't give a fuck as long as you can sing. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, we don't care. We don't care how you look. Be fat. Be fat as hell. All right. <laughs> Number two, you got to give me two concerts. The first concert you ever went to and the last concert you ever went to. First concert, super easy. Uh, Project Pat. Strong. Uh, 2001. First one, first concert out of jail. Oh, <laughs> out of prison. So he's ready. So ready. So this is after like, yeah, like, uh, like right when the same era, Chicken Heads came out, he was locked up on the, he had a platinum album while he was locked up in jail. Cause that's when he had Don't Save Her. Like, don't save her. She don't want to be safe. Don't save her. Yeah, all that shit. Like, like that was that his classic album. He was locked up. And, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my roommate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that album, like he did this, but this is the craziest thing. So it's his first time out of like say first out of prison. And so he's in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And so he's like, man, been locked up. So he say, Man, you know what I'm saying? What's up, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, man? What a dope at in this motherfucker, man. What a motherfucking dope at in Memphis. Maybe me in Murfreesboro. And then you just start seeing sex flying on stage. Thrown on stage? Thrown them on stage. Then one flip around, hit him in his face. Hit him in his face. It was some cocaine. Uh-uh. Oh, they throwing weed, everybody throwing weed, powder pills of that. <laughs> cocaine. Hit him He's in the just face. out. He's fresh out. Fresh out of jail. Cocaine hit him in the face. It falls over. At first, when it hit him in his face, he was like, he was like, who the fuck? Like he was like, he was like kind of mad because something hit him in the face. But then he looked down and seen that it was some cocaine. He was like, oh shit, that's a dope. He th- he had a hotel towel, a little hotel hand towels. He threw that <laughs> hotel towel on it and picked it up discreetly and put it. I was like, this is the most amazing thing in my fucking life. It was yeah, it was crazy. Right. Um, then the last concert, which is funny. Full circle, Project Pat exit in. No, true story. That's the last one you've been to. That's what I went to. It was like, and like I went to Bonnaroo, last, like the summer, like uh, 2019. So I seen a lot of concerts then, but Project Pat came in October. Came to exit in, which That's a great venue. Exit in is where I recorded my album at. That's where my I, I did my album at exit in. So. So that's like my soft spot for that place too. And so, yeah, so that's the last, one of the guys that my hung out with, he was like, no, bro, 
Project Pat tickets half off. You got to come and see this, like blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, yeah, and so that was the last show. So Project Pat and Project Pat. That's perfect, that was- dude. That's full circle for real. All right, and uh, number one, you got to give me, if you're a wrestler, who would you be? Man, I would say. So this could be current, past, whatever. Just You've turned into prob- a wrestler. Probably Booker T. Strong. Probably Booker T. Because for Booker T, for one, they had, like, for me, they had some of the best music. And it was, like, back then for Harlem Heat. Oh, the Harlem Heat thing was banging, yeah, like, dude. Dun. Dun, 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 Yeah. You got the crowd. pissed off. Like, fuck these white people. That's all I heard. Like, I used I usually ask who your tag team partner, but you got to go Stevie Ray, right? I ain't gonna lie. The only reason I would I wouldn't be Stevie Ray, I would have to get on the, the Rock though. The Rock would have to be my tag oh, team because oh. it's just Rock. shit talking. It's like yeah. man, that's a lot of shit talking. Put them to especially the Rock. Rock was that's why he blew up so bad. He's a talk so much shit. <laughs> man, that was like especially back then. They had the Nation of Domination, so oh. all the black wrestlers. Mark Henry. Yeah, Farouk. Yeah, all yeah. Ron Simmons, Big A, all of them over here. Everybody fucked with each other. I was like, oh, that's dope, though. And it's like, yeah. Everybody <laughs> but yeah, I'll say the rock, though, because he did change it, because when he was talking that shit, oh, you a Joe Brody, you got it, ah, that shit, oh. man. That shit. Yeah, he... One of, if not the best on the mic, period. See, I say this, though. This is the funniest thing. Is like, I was a huge wrestling fan, like, huge wrestling fan from... Pretty much zero to about like 16, 17. When yep. I really started playing football, started really getting into women and shit, you know, so I kind of like fell off. But <laughs> but like but I had a cousin that's so dope who loved wrestling. So dope, man, like a motherfucker. But he always had money. He always just give us money. Cause my mama had the uh, direct TV uh fucking uh satellite and satellite shit. Uh, get all the pay-per-views. So for all the wrestling. All the boxing, my cousin always wanted to see it. We was the only ones back in the day who had that, who had that. <laughs> so he always used to buy all the pay-per-view wrestling, all the pay-per-view fights. So I say most of, like, in the, in the 90s, I say most of all all wrestling shit, all pay-per-view boxing. I probably love Because my cousin. Yeah. 90s, and 90s boxing was on top of the world, dude. That's whooping ass. That's when, yeah, yeah whooping ass. All right. Well, you survived the countdown. Uh, before we let you go, first off, thank you, dude. It's been a fun time like I knew it would be. Uh, but we got to make sure we get some plugs out. Uh, one, you got a uh, you got a monthly show at Zany's in Nashville, and it's a brunch show. It is a brunch show. Tell everybody about it. Yeah, man. So, uh, like, two years ago, uh, we started a brunch show. Like, almost three, actually, now. Not two. But two years ago, we started a brunch show. Uh, and then I started with, I started kind of came up with the idea and then I got, I brought in Laura Peak, who's a very, very talented comic, uh, like who used to be based out of Nashville. Uh, we started the show, it's, it, it caught fire real early and we it was doing well and we, we started doing it monthly and then we kind of fell back a little bit and then she, uh, she also moved to LA. 
so she moved to LA. So we started back up the show, and we've been doing it for six months since uh, since lockdown. And we've been we've been doing well. It's like we've been averaging over 100 people, spaced out, spaced out. Yeah, because it's usually 320 people that fit in the zany. So are you doing these? Uh, tell people are this uh, Saturdays, Sundays? We're doing them on Saturdays, and they're kind of floating around just because of different things. They got uh, schedule but, everybody, yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, because we got we got kind of adhere to the to the schedule of the club. But yeah, we do them at two o'clock in the afternoon on Saturdays. You'll see us uh, either it's usually in between the first, second, or third one. We usually don't do the last, but it's usually the first and second one. Uh, yeah, it's been taken over. We've been booking out of the southeast and the Midwest, so we get great comics from all over the country. And uh, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a good experience. It's been good to have it, and, and a lot of comics it blow their mind because uh, it's been on the festival two years, and this is gonna be the third year. It's gonna be on the festival, the and National so comedy festival, yeah, the Nashville yeah. Comedy Festival, and all always kind of like blow comics mind because at first all we had all these LA comics. They're like, oh, two hours. I don't know about a two o'clock show. They all like getting coffee and like you know they're doing la shit like i don't know about this show <laughs> yeah you know but then they see us go up up top you know what i'm saying open the crowd up you know what i'm saying had a crowd energetic and it's it's infectious and it's people like oh man all right well damn i was gonna do my b material now now everybody wants <laughs> like so it's like good crowd especially now like it's mostly women it's mostly women now all right sure. We probably had like 75% women and uh yeah so killing it for the brunch yeah yeah so it's uh yeah we, it's been crazy and we're working on some new shit that I want y'all look out if y'all if y'all go on Facebook at brunch of last only reason I'm saying this is because we're gonna be moving around for the next year or so like still Zanies is home base but we're taking it to some different cities coming up and some okay. major, and some different big clubs coming up how do they get that Facebook Yep, Facebook. I just started a new group, Brunch of Last. Is yeah, you type that in Facebook, it's gonna pop up. I'm, I don't you'll know how nobody. Knows. Yeah, if you follow Brad Sativa on any social media, you'll get it there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna start mass producing it. And then talk about. Uh, you you mentioned it earlier. You got you got your album out, man. Yep, I got my I got my album out. It's called Petty. It, uh, I released it December 31st, 2018. So on the last day of the year um, of 2018. So it's, it's two years old now. So it's grown. Uh, but this year I am recording two petty two. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, strong. It's kind of, yeah, kind of like a play on words. But yeah, I'm too petty. And then it's the second version, baby. And so we're going to do that this year. I'm kind of waiting towards the back end of the year. Kind of, kind of want the world to open back up. Uh, also, I like to mention this that I fucking I got the shot last week, motherfuckers. So I got in two <laughs> weeks. So in two weeks, I'm gonna be fucking vaccine fully. You're superhero. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. I don't want to hear nobody be like, "Oh, Brad spreading, Brad doing this." Now, bitch, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> so y'all kiss my ass. So I'm gonna go start getting some of this country money. Work. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, it's money. Hey, right now too, it's money in them little small ass counties. They'll pay you some money to come out there. And you Everybody know wants entertainment, man. We're opening back yeah. up. We want entertainment again. They want it. They ain't gonna wear no mask. They are not gonna wear no mask, but <laughs> they want that entertainment. And so that's the only compromise I could see. 
Especially when they start talking about you got to wear two masks. I'm like, two masks? Oh, no. No. Uh-uh. We can barely get one in this motherfucker. No, two? Like, no. I love how they kind of floated it. And everybody's like, no. I mean, we, we weren't going to tell you to do it, but we were just saying. It might be you, said, just a, you really want to be safe, it takes two. Like, oh, you got to hit me then. It's like, we barely get one on these motherfuckers. They talk about Man, I, when, I, when I got vaccinated, I see the motherfucker. they had two masks on. I like them motherfuckers. I'm glad they, did. they have been prisoners of their own house for a year. <laughs> They've been prisoners at their own house for a year. If you came out of two masks, I'm ready. Serious. You ain't been no goddamn way. And so, <laughs> they're tired of it. That's why they're getting the shot. Yeah, they was like, dog, yeah, get me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was two dudes. I didn't know what the, I, I don't know. I like, I don't even know what y'all did. I like, I don't know if y'all in a relationship, best friends. I just knew y'all had enough of each other for this year. Whatever it was. They like, came together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's invincible. When you see him out, he's invincible. He's good to go. Tell them where they can get the album. Yeah, so the album's on all major streaming sites. So wherever they, wherever they listen to stuff. Yeah, title, YouTube, Red, Amazon is literally on all the streaming sites. Uh, I would say look out for the second album, like like when I drop this one, because I might, I don't know yet, but I might sign the second album. I don't know, but if I sign, I'm just gonna sign because of course I want that. XM Radio money, and, you know, <laughs> and that's like so. If I sign, I ain't sell out. I just want XM Radio. Money. <laughs> I just I'm need gonna, some money. I need yeah, that I'm XM Radio plug. Yeah, I'm gonna sell a one album deal. It's gonna be yeah. <laughs> the first album is to- totally independent. It's organic, motherfucker. It's free range. It's all me. <laughs> All right. Get that organic, get that vegan ass album. It's all me, baby. How can they get the fire merch, dude? Man, the fire merch, man. Like, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook. Like, I'm getting a website this year. I, like, I'm actually going legit this you year. You gotta get it, dude. You're marketing. Come on. I know. I know. But I want to wait. I really want to wait for I can really like take and make the demand like really, really high where people really, really want to fuck with it. But hey, I gotta show this off. This for the ladies for the summer. I know. Look. Y'all been locked up for a year. I know y'all want to show that mid-drift. I know y'all want to do all that. And that's that's the shirt I was telling y'all about. We got the fucking cutoff. I'm telling you this. If you send it to me, I'm going to wear it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I told I'm somebody I off might the shoulder, it. too. You done gave me ideas. Yeah, you got to it off the shoulder a little bit. <laughs> I just little something. Just a little something like, oh, not, not, I ain't giving away too much. Just a little, bit. just a little shoulder, and then I'm like, <laughs> let it sit there for a minute, and I'm gonna act like I didn't know. Oh, my shoulder was up. Oh God, so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was the good bad girls back in the day. These do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Great stuff. But Appreciate yeah, man. Hey, yeah, you gotta come back through here too, man. Let me know. Let me know. We come. We'll hook it up, man. Can't wait. Yep. Follow him on social media, Real Brad Sativa everywhere. Get your merch. Get that album. If you're in the Nashville area, look at the Zanies calendar or follow Brad on social media, and you can see where Brunch of Laughs is. And uh, go enjoy yourselves. Brad, thank you, my man. Love it. Bang, bang. Oh, yeah. Bang, bang. Appreciate you, Matt. Oh, yeah. Tell your wife I said what's up, because she she wore the hat. She was the first fan of the hat, like, one of the first <laughs> she does. She's got the dad hat. Yeah. yeah, I know. She got the red one. I remember. Yeah. I like it. 
So yeah. 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 So yeah. So yeah, man. So yeah. Uh, so tell your oh, wife. Oh, you, you're the you're the first one ever in the episode saying tell hello to your wife for me. <laughs> I know you sound weird. like it ain't like that, people. It's like <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I had to preface it with how I knew her. You know what I'm saying? That's it now, though. That's my second round. Hey, hey, <laughs> white women that's been divorced after like 15 plus years, like that is a wheelhouse. Is that your wheelhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's gonna end up divorcing me, so hang around. I'll see you in 15. I'm 16. I wouldn't do that. It can't be be a comic. It can't be a comic. It gotta be, if it ain't, it's gotta be somebody she can get alimony off of. It's like, if she ain't got no, you can't get nothing from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all working together. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all coming in as, as a partnership. Like, okay. I like it. I like yeah, yeah. It. I ain't gonna mess up no partnerships. No. <laughs> All right. Adios, bitch. I appreciate you, man, bro. Yeah.